0: (laughs) (laughs) all right everybody's Uh, good then kick the pig kick kick the pig all right all right all right it is the it's the first of november what year is it
1: i don't care Don't say the wrong one, because Teflon will... I'm not saying any
0: year at this point.
1: It's 3308.
0: This is the Loose Screws (laughs) Podcast. I'm Commander J on Tracks, and I'm joined tonight by Commander Chig, Commander Data, Commander Nurgle, Commander Teflon. How is There Is Candy In My House tempting me season going for the rest of you.
1: I mean, I ate it. Yeah. (laughs) A lot more candy than I ate the whole rest of the year. Yeah. Yeah. Same year. All right. So we took, we took the candy that we still had left over from last year, passed it out and then just collected more candy from the rest of the neighborhood. Wow. It was just like a cycle. The
2: cycle. My son calls it the dad tax.
3: Yes. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah.
2: Yeah. Yes.
0: So my girl's she's walking around. We're like halfway through the, the route, right? And she's like, Can I eat a piece? Can I eat a piece? And I'm like, Well, you have to you have to offer your parents a piece to earn a piece for yourself. So what are you gonna offer me? And I make her like go through and pick out one that she thinks I'll like. Um so I assume <laughs> everybody does that and that I'm not evil, right? <laughs> you must make I just take it out of the, the bag. gods. <laughs> Well, no, the taking it out of their bag—that's after they're asleep, right? And then you dispose of the evidence before they wake up. Well, you have to check
4: it for razor blades and needles and stuff oh, like sure, that, right? Sure. I mean,
0: yeah. Make sure it's not a year old. Yeah. Well, yeah. Obviously. <laughs> obviously. <laughs> obviously. Who does that? Now, great,
5: granted, both. <laughs> but both of mine are too old to go trick or treating anymore. But when they did, no, I just stuck my hand in the bag while we were going and said, "I need something."
3: <laughs> need a
0: little. Need a little. Knick. I need.
4: I need a hit. Yeah. actually me and a buddy of mine his daughter's same age as my daughter they they were like best friends like from like kindergarten to like sixth grade right so we'd on uh trick-or-treating you know there's always like the one neighborhood that's best to go trick-or-treating in so we go to that neighborhood and bring our kids but me and him would just you know, be drinking beer the whole way while the kids are running up to the houses and and getting candy. We were just drinking beer, so it was it
0: was fine. Mm-hmm, nice. mm-hmm. It was good. Yeah, because I've started. Candy. We've yeah, I tried. I tried not to eat candy. We we've started uh, a, a tradition with some friends. It's actually one of my daughter's closest friends, uh, their family, and uh, a few kids from the school that that we you know family uh, friend group where the adults are friends too. So it's very yep. very good and nice and uh we've they have a very good neighborhood for candy, so yep. we've gone over there, have a little party the the grown-ups uh get their thing. We were walking around with little uh sort of uh these yeti metal like insulated travel cups for a bou- wine bougie, a bougie mm-hmm. brown bag yeah, exactly <laughs> little uh, little go cups uh yeah it was it was a nice night. It's See, good. I
4: do that shout-out to, like, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. You just put red wine in, like, a Diet Coke can, and you walk around. So your teeth are all
0: red, but they
4: think you're
3: drinking Coke. They think you're
4: drinking Coke. <laughs> you think you're hiding it, but you're not because you smile, and you, you know, your whole
2: right. face is red,
4: yeah.
3: Hello, that's Matt, how I used to. Yeah.
2: That's, that's how I used to hang with the – the opposite of that is how I used to hang with the big boys when I would go drink it with my friends in the Navy. It's like I would order – the first thing I would order in front of them when we were all ordering drinks, I'd be like I'd order a Jack and Coke or a rum and Coke. And then I was like, oh, I'm going to go to the bar and get another drink. I would just go, can I just, can I just have a Coke? Like, please give me yeah, a Coke. Just,
0: <laughs> just an actual Coke.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: Just an actual Coke. And so if I felt like drinking, every other drink would be a Coke. If I yeah, didn't feel yeah. like drinking, then I would get the first one that's not a Coke. And then the rest of it would just be Coke all the rest and the
0: I There you go. It's a good way to not, you know, become harmed.
2: Yeah. yeah. Well, I, It's a way to not have to be teased about it. You sure so I don't have really, a liver that functions. So I don't really like, I don't, I don't really like, I don't, I don't do alcohol all that
0: much. Well, anyway, yeah. join us next week for
3: the next episode of Loose
0: Screws podcast. Thanks. I hope you all enjoyed yourselves.
3: Um,
0: no. Okay. Okay. Before, before we get to this is all fun and this is all very, we have a good time. We have a good time here, but I have to address something because Uh apparently some people don't. I'm not going to call anybody out, but apparently some people don't look at the announcements channel. I was not mad, and I did not mute the soundboard last week. It literally failed (laughs) to record. I don't necessarily
4: believe you, but okay. Uh,
0: No, it it did, and I tried my best to recover it, and I couldn't. And um, the reports from these chaps were that (laughs) they really felt like that was the right one for it to fail on anyway.
1: So, <laughs> What's, how does, we, how does you how do YouTubers start their apology videos? This is <laughs> this is that. <laughs> yeah, I,
0: I think I always kind of felt like we were going to achieve a, a stasis, achieve a level like we'll eventually just it'll even itself out, it'll correct, self correct. The universe, as N- Nurgle said before we started recording, the universe has issued a correction to us. <laughs> um, we, you know, it was going a little too far, so. Um, many of the sounds have been deleted off the board. I think we're down to a manageable number, and most of them, you know, just the stuff we actually need, and a couple of classics like The Rim Shot and Dramatic jazz. Vaguely
1: appropriate. R.I.P. Yeah. Fart Sound. We hardly need Yeah.
0: Any. Apparently the fart sound took a dive. Um, it was casualty
2: this, of this like, whole culling. We did, we did, and I, I deleted a lot of the sounds off the soundboard. That was me. You know, I went. And I went. And I put a lot of them. them there. I put a lot of them there. Yeah, and yeah. you, yeah. the uh,
4: person who played all the sounds last week during the course of the show, I still blame Dubs.
2: I did not play all the sounds last week. No, I played. <laughs> oh, I played oh, some. Oh, carefully oh. worded. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> sure. I did oh. play some, but I did not play all the sounds. Uh, well, but, nobody
0: heard a damn one of them. <laughs> well,
2: on that note, on that note, I do want to say that. Uh, I I took responsibility And deleted all the Crazy ones that I had on there So uh, even though I am an agent of chaos (laughs) uh, (laughs) uh, Just saying that I just want to Guess what Chicken butt Chicken butt
3: (laughs) Teflon has
2: his <laughs> Teflon has his own soundboard.
3: <laughs>
2: oh,
0: oh, 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 oh. oh God, this one is
3: Jarned totally. My... <laughs> I
2: need oh, to find God. a new podcast.
6: <laughs> this <laughs> one chaos. is
2: all mine, and if nobody the... else has access to
1: this one. If
6: an
1: If the chaos destroys <laughs> the system in which we are present. <laughs> Then I want a pair of the electric chaos. sex pants, <laughs> and I even I even put on here an old favorite of
2: Chig and Nurgles.
1: But I've been <laughs> Holy oh fuck.
0: God! All right, I I'll that see was first week. Muti- that was the muted. We did that one like a month ago. <laughs> all right. All
3: right. <laughs> okay, okay, listen. I'm done. Listen.
0: Everybody, it's story time. Tell me tell me what how your Halloween went. So we're recording this one day late because of the trick-or-treating Halloween American extravaganza celebration. How did your Halloween go? Who wants to go first?
1: I'll, I'll go, go first. first. Okay. Oh, that was awesome. It was first. so
0: simultaneous in my head. <clears throat> Data you go.
1: Okay. All right. Thank you. I finally I didn't get to watch as many Halloweeny movies as I wanted to this month, but I did you finally said see. <laughs> I was going to say that <laughs> not not too many spoopy movies, but I did get to see The Shining and then Doctor Sleep. The, the Shining do get us sued. To it, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm I'm always skeptical of sequels. Not, don't think they'll be as good. You know, for very reasons. The Shining too electric boogaloo
3: yeah. what, yeah. what are we talking about
1: here yeah Dr. Sleep is the sequel to The Shining oh and oh he's serious good. oh god yeah yeah oh, god. It's, a, it's a good movie alright I'm waiting for Titanic yeah. too. there was like so many Titanic movies put out around that same time you probably could find <laughs> the, the Rising <laughs> 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 and <laughs> Zombie <laughs> Ship Zomb- The re sinking. <laughs> <laughs> I prefer the Titanic from
2: Ghostbusters. Yes. When it, when it sails into port. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> that is good stuff for sure. Yep. Finally yep. makes it to yep.
1: New York. Is it like during the mayhem scene when all the ghosts are running around?
2: Yeah, that was before they actually yep. found it and knew that it split in half. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. is yep. why it's able to sail into port.
1: Although, Although I don't think that, that would have stopped a story, ghost ship. Will we? No. Okay. My... Okay. So he's,
0: there he is. He's watching movies. <laughs>
1: okay, yeah, I've watched ahead. movies, and it's been uh, m- miter mayhem. Been doing doing a lot of miter cuts, putting up a lot Uh-oh. of trim. Oh, he's yep. trimming. Yep. A lot Build more bedroom. stairs to nowhere. Notice, no, there's he's trimming stairs. the stairs. Yeah, I'm trimming. I'm trimming a room. Trimming a bedroom.
2: He put a, he put a room in the middle of nowhere.
1: I I lamented last week I can't do a New England accent or else I'd be Tom Tom Sil- impersonating Tom Silva all the time from this old house <sighs> when we talk about our home improvement.
4: I thought it was Tom Stop. Wick. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> that was so good.
0: <laughs> I got to see I got to see a bunch of those images uh, in the morning before I had listened to the episode, so I. Did not have any idea what was happening. Yeah, I was like, "That doesn't look right." I'm not, not a, (laughs) not a a John Wick connoisseur. I was was talking about.
1: Well, you listen to it, you know now. I do. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, that's been like all of my free time. I think I finally got got the last piece put up today. Right on. So yeah.
0: Halloween Uh, shenanigans. Trimming yep, room. yes,
1: yeah, spooky. and giving kids old ass candy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, hey,
4: candy
0: corn.
1: Yeah, I will yeah, say this: just loose, loose candy corn in there. <laughs> I if just it carry really. it in my pocket all season and
4: just hand it to random kids. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> gets me in trouble every year.
1: <laughs> I have it's no like, idea what i talking like about. It's like the end of Ferris Bueller when the principal gets on the bus and the girls like, "I have this." I have this gummy bears man in my pocket. Nice and warm, oh, you uh... think? <laughs> <laughs> What's up with you, Teflon? Oh,
2: we took the kids uh trigger treating the other day. Um, you know, um they went trigger treating twice. They went to trunk or treat in the other ta- in, in bowling green and then they went to uh trigger treating out at the school. Um and that was what they got. And I will say, other than the candy, I don't care for Halloween because I don't care for um, uh, I don't care for like horror movies and I always see advertisements I used to not so much anymore because I don't watch cable anymore but I remember back in the day when I used to we used to have cable you would always see advertisements for like the spooky marathon or all this month you know we're kind of showing these horror movies and stuff like that and there's always and it was always like because i don't, the reason i don't watch horror movies and it's because i don't like gross things it will make me
0: sick oh, okay
2: mm. and then i won't be able to eat for like a week because it'll be stuck in my head oh, whatever i'll get this visual in my head i'm pretty good anymore you know after you know being around for 37 years like how are
4: you feeling about I've, maggot cheese
2: I'm pretty good about in, in blocking stuff out and, and not seeing <laughs> stuff that comes up that could be potentially spoil my, or gross me out. So, uh, anymore, but, uh, and I'm pretty good at ignoring things that do that. Um, so, but yeah, that's, that's the reason I don't really like Halloween is I don't like horror stuff.
3: Hmm. I okay. can deal with
2: the I can deal with the cutesy part of Halloween.
1: And I like I do like carving pumpkins, but I just uh, I just took our jack o' lanterns out back tonight and set them out in front of a. <laughs> little tra- it took he took them out and put them out of their misery. <laughs> I put them in front of our uh, deer our, We got a trail camera out back, so I put them in front of that and see. Oh, nice! See what comes? <laughs> yeah. So, so, see, if, see if the see if the pig comes or if a deer gets it first. <laughs> tell me about the rabbits, jack o' lantern. Oh, wow. <laughs> I don't know that one. <laughs> oh,
3: wow. <Yeah>. A man, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I'm cultured. Thanks. Wow. That
4: was out there. All right. Other than <laughs> oh, yeah. that, I just
2: been uh, I did I did um I played a little bit of the game this week. Um and um Uh, I've actually guessed what I have been playing. You'll never guess.
0: Stellaris. With yourself.
2: No. Overwatch. Well, I did play some Overwatch. That's not what I was referring to. I started playing a game on Game Pass called uh, Power Wash Simulator.
1: Uh, (laughs) Yeah. I've heard of that.
2: (laughs) And that is... a. Surprisingly, like it's very satisfying game to play, let me tell you. Uh and uh yeah, it's really good to listen to podcasts too, or just to listen to music and just kinda relax because there's no stakes to it, you know, you're just power washing shit off. And it's pretty relaxing.
1: Is there ever like little interesting spots that you miss and you can't see? Yeah, missed?
2: so there's a there's a there's a button for that that um, you hit and it'll it'll make any any dirt spots or uh, start will glow will flash and glow for a second. Um, now that's not always easy to see, especially if it's a tiny little speck or if it's near the same color as that flashing light is. Like when I did the yellow the the house that was all yellow, uh, that made it a little bit hard to see. But I mean, it's not like it was nothing, like, overly frustrating.
1: That's a nice feature.
2: Yeah. And, um, so, yeah, I've, I've cleaned a bunch of things. I've cleaned everything from houses to skate parks to cars to motorcycles.
1: If And if people are curious about Game Pass, use it now, because I fear the golden age of Game Pass will... Be less golden in the near future. They're gonna start raising the price on it when you Son see them reporting of, uh, about. Yep. When you see them reporting, the name
0: of the game, it. isn't it?
1: Yep. Yep. They lost enough money on it, and now they're gonna start just like crack. <laughs> yeah. Damn just it. Just like just like Netflix, <laughs> the golden age of streaming back in like 2010 to 2015. Yeah. Everything was on then, Netflix or Hulu. Well, Not let me perfect. tell you. Uh Disney Plus
2: just got the rights to Doctor Who, so
1: There you go. Pretty
2: soon pretty soon Disney will own just donate everything.
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: So, you know, this podcast will be brought to you by Disney.
1: Yeah, they've actually contacted me about this.
2: Yeah, you know, this. it actually wasn't because of last week is the reason I had to take the palpatine thing off. It's because uh I got a letter from Disney's lawyers.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, they're... they are serious. <laughs> They well, threatened sure. to break
2: my legs.
0: It doesn't seem like something they do, you know, from their their marketing and everything like that. It just doesn't seem normal, but they do that.
6: They're I mean, real, they
0: threaten. I don't know. I can't confirm or deny that they've ever actually broken anybody's legs. Well,
2: I did have a friend that um, talked smack about him on a podcast, and he said he wasn't scared and he was going to keep doing it. And then, like, he just he just disappeared.
3: Well
2: hmm. I don't know what happened to him. Like he disappeared off my Steam's friends list and like my uh, Discord friends
1: they, list and they took wow. him to the tunnels underneath Disney World.
2: His phone <laughs> his phone number his phone number comes back to that number doesn't belong to anybody anymore.
3: Hmm. Oh. he's dead. Well,
0: anyway, who hasn't told their story yet? You and Chig in Nurgle.
2: Completely disappeared.
0: Oh, oh, we're still on this, huh? <laughs> I don't know. I
2: let it go. <laughs> I let it go. I don't think it was that funny.
0: <laughs> eh, you never know.
2: They're not all, all going to be winners, folks. I,
0: I, I basically told my story. I just, I that we have our Halloween tradition, fun business, and and uh, other than that, whenever I've had a time to play the game, I did, and it's, uh, it's bug murder. Operation Operation Bronze Metal, it continues for I did a my, little over a week as of today. So,
2: I did my funny bit already. Somebody else
4: go.
0: A yeah. slim
4: There's a funny bit?
0: Oh, God. <laughs> uh, Nurgle? Now you'll wonder whose soundboard that is. <laughs> Nurgle, Nurgle, how you been? What's you been doing? What's up? Nurgle?
4: Oh, shit, he's gone. Yeah. Oh, no.
0: Oh, he's, he's back.
4: back. What
0: the fuck back. is going on? I don't
4: know. This I don't happening.
5: know. My, my my internet has decided it doesn't want to play very nice tonight. But.
0: Okay. Well, hopefully the recording, it should fix that. There was two chances yeah. for a second, too. <laughs> that was fun. Anyway, how you been? Yeah. Uh, good.
5: Uh, played some over the weekend. Played the actual game some over the weekend. Uh didn't really do much for Halloween, other than sit out on the front porch with an adult beverage and hand candy to children. Yeah. But because uh, you're my you know, my youngest son is twenty, so if they want to go trick or treating, they go on their own. They do their own thing. Yeah, yeah. Which, but
3: That's you know, I, I kind
5: yeah. I mean, I kind of miss it because you know, you were Trax was kind of talking about this earlier, and I'm assume you know most people have a similar situation. There's you know the one neighborhood that goes all out for Halloween. And um, we happen to have a friend that it's lives rich in people. that one. Well, in, in this case, it's not, but oh, this is huge. Is. This huge neighborhood <laughs> that's pretty close to downtown. They all go crazy for Halloween. We actually happen to have a friend who lives in that neighborhood. All the kids went to school together. They were all on a soccer team together. You know, they've known each other since they were in kindergarten. So, you know, for... Most of the 20 years my youngest son has been alive, we've traipsed over to their neighborhood on Halloween, and you know had this caravan of kids going around the neighborhood with a bunch of adults in various stages of inebriation, trying to make sure that they <laughs> stay safe. You know, uh, there was there was the one crazy year where someone decided it would be fun to just drive along in a truck behind the kids, so we could all sit in the bed of the truck with the beverages. That didn't work. <laughs> um, there, there've been, there've been rolling coolers. There've been, you know, all kinds of things there've been, cause wow. the neighborhood is shaped basically like a giant X. So there's been the, we're going to do one leg and then we're going to go back to the house and get drinks. You know, there's been the, we're going to pack it all <laughs> with us. There was, there was the one year somebody came with a, uh, you know, with a camelback full of beer, all sorts of things have been tried. Get a rascal. But, you know, the, the.
3: <laughs>
5: <laughs> or, or a golf yeah golf. that would be there's in, there in the, the south one year, you guys
3: are
0: much more advanced than we are here in the south's hat
5: yeah and there was the one year when we all got together and i found at some novelty store found you know those hard hats that hold the two beers with straws yep Yeah. have you ever seen one of those there was one year when we bought like 20 of those and everybody walked around with those on but like i said you know, the the youngest of that group of kids is now 19 or 20 and mm-hmm. you know covid shut all that down and we didn't do it this year and i actually miss that more than i miss anything about halloween <laughs> but <laughs> so you know i sat on my porch and handed out candy for the first time in i don't know how long cuz for years we haven't been at the house on halloween so I sat at my porch with an adult beverage and uh, handed out candy to passing kids. Just strange kids yeah. that came to my porch. Here, kids,
0: have just some candy. She <laughs> give See, them it to the normal ones.
5: Are there normal ones?
0: Well, you just described them as strange. Anyway, that wasn't <laughs> funny. Let's let's go on. The strange I part the is appreciated
1: it. It was funny. The strange part is the adults yeah. come up and collect candy. <laughs> <laughs>
3: said, oh, this oh. is for
1: my kid.
0: That reminds me. Yeah.
1: Okay. I I do
0: have two funny bits. I don't wait. I don't want to interrupt. That's what she said. Is it? (laughs) (laughs) So uh, two things. One of the houses that we stopped by, they had a special bowl. They said this is the special bowl for for adults who have dressed up, and uh, we took a peek. He he pulled it out. Uh He wasn't going to show it to the kids, but he pulled it out and uh, showed us the the bowl for adults, and it was full of. Uh, the little like hotel booze bottles uh, and uh, and bullets, uh, so booze and bullets interesting. for the adults. Just loose nine millimeter bullets. Interesting. <laughs> okay.
4: I'll take them. Yeah. Oh my goodness. And, yeah, it's um, gonna be. Yeah.
0: So, so we weren't at, yeah, yeah, exactly. We, we weren't at my house. Um, my neighborhood's fairly small and didn't seem to have very much going on, but we, we left and in years past, we've like put a bowl of candy there and just said like, you know, take some. Yeah. Um, Bowie forgot. <laughs> so was <there's> nothing, <laughs> uh, but I don't think anything was really going on. So we have our doorbell cam and I was sort of expecting it to be just like blinking off the hook all night, but I only got like three alerts all night. But the first one was these group of kids who had to be like fourteen or fifteen, but I see them run up and I hear them say, like, oh, they got pumpkins, they've gotta have candy, right? And they come up and they they bang on the door like full fisted, and both my dogs just let loose barking like super loud out of nowhere, and they screamed and ran away. Oh <laughs> it's like, oh my god, that was worth it. <laughs> Never gets old. <laughs> One so, of my favorite things from
2: Halloween good. I saw on Reddit, where uh, I think it was the the pandemic year when everybody was on uh, quarantine and
0: yeah, um, we did it like uh, reversed over here. But yeah,
2: so somebody uh, built um, their own version of like uh, the the castle scene with the French knights from uh, Monty oh. Python oh. and the uh, Holy Grail. <laughs> <laughs> and he uh, was a French knight. He would taunt the kids and throw candy down.
5: <laughs> That's, so That's awesome. Nice. Run nice. away, or I shall taunt you again.
0: I shall <laughs> taunt you a second time. Good stuff. All right. So it sounds like everybody had fun. Fantastic. Lots so, fun. Uh, so what have we got? What have we got today? We've got some squad stuff there's some things happening there's some there's going to be a there's going to be a galnet recap like there always is and then what we planned on for our discussion topic was going to be uh ax combat apparently we're gonna just get into it so i'm told i'm game i imagine this is going to be a three hour long episode at least. Now let's yeah. see if we can let's see if we can get it, get in get out quickly. <laughs> Let me you put know. on a
5: pot of coffee. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. So uh, anyway, let's let's start our let's start ourselves off right with a squad update. And I'm searching now. Of course, I put it under S. Here we go. Here we go.
6: Incoming priority message. Squadron briefing.
5: All right, we got to get we got to get uh, Teflon to record a new squadron update intro with his new soundboard. Um, we have wars firing up in Yemiaya again. I think this is like the fourth time. Uh, Twenty three Andromeda, which we just arrived in, and this is to take over second place right behind the Space Cats. And we have an election firing up in Midgard, uh, Yemiaya and Midgard. We don't want to actually take over, but these are for below the top spot in the system fight, so we want to win all of these. Uh, Six Andromeda is in the middle of its in sp- expansion cycle. Uh, the current target for that looks like it's going to be Simpsiggy. It's a completely harmless landing spot. It's another Antall system. And uh, the only reason we're going there is we decided not to fight Six Andromeda when, when it wanted to shoot up to 80-something percent and go into expansion. We are still trying to build our influence in Trippu, Calorum, and four other systems. Those are all in the Standing Orders post. And we have three systems, Uptomi, Mycoro, and Snoky Zion, that are kind of right at the very bottom of the overheating range at 65+, plus, which we need to reduce. Uh, and again, all of that is in the Standing Orders post in the Loose Screws Faction Channel in the Discord. And I wanted to take uh, a special uh, opportunity here to remind everybody that when you're doing BGS work, to please go to that standing order post and uh, mark that post with the emoji for, for what you did, because that serves a couple of purposes. The most important is when you go and mark whatever BGS activity you just handled, You know, the person who comes along a couple hours behind you and goes to look at that post to see what they need to do, can see what's already been done, and can decide to fill a gap somewhere else. But if you go in there and you mark what you've done, there may... What happens
0: then, Nergro?
5: There may or may not be a little contest going on during the month of November, and the winner may or may not receive a reward for their participation. And that's all I'm going to say about that.
0: Is this reward uh, financial in nature, that's, or m-
5: maybe favor based? I'm I am not going to give anything else
0: away. Oh, interesting.
2: That information is classified.
0: <laughs> Thank you, <laughs> <It's> TechBot. <laughs> so, it sounds like the, <laughs> the droids from *Phantom Menace*. Can you just say "Roger, Roger" whenever I we was say thinking, something? Yeah, smart
3: games. Do it. Roger, Roger. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs>
0: now, this is pod racing. Let's just do, do Star I, Wars lines uh, for the next yeah, hour and a half. Let's yeah, try it. but only the prequels. You do I have to you band just band just myself? You on the show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
4: yeah. Jesus. It's,
0: it's, it's helpful that returned. there weren't good lines. No,
4: he this.
2: said just the prequels. Like, I don't like saying. They're all
4: dog shit. <laughs>
2: It's rough and coarse. It's coarse. Oh. It
0: gets everywhere.
2: It's not like you...
1: In my view, the Jedi...
0: Soft. It gets everywhere.
3: So, speaking of Star Wars, right. why not does... The why does Special
0: Session... Nope, 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 nope. Anyway, so... Thanks for that glorious squad update. I hope something exciting happens with the BGS faction. And in about a week and a half, I will be back to gladly paying attention to that. I have a
5: Star Wars question. That's a... Oh, God. Go ahead.
0: How come in
4: episode four... When R2-D2 and C-3P are putting the escape pod, and it's shooting towards the planet, and they're about to shoot it, and the one guy goes, no, don't bother, there's no life forms, and, and lets it go, so the droids get away. That could have ended all the Star Wars movies right there if we had just blown it up. But then later on in Episode 4, when the Millennium Falcon is pulled into the Death Star, they needed to go on board with a scanning crew because, you know, they couldn't scan it to see if there were life forms on board. Why is that? Got him. You're no. you're expecting Movie consistency? Right. We're moving on. I swear, George Lucas <laughs> did a lot of shrooms
0: back in the day.
1: Uh, they yeah, were no very doubt. Into that fun, fun Custom, stuff. The Falcon's hull plating was specialized. in... There's smuggling compartments. Be, you
0: know, they detected oh, life forms, smuggling. but then, They're but then after, smuggling after, <laughs> myself. after they tracked or beamed them into the thing, Han Solo <laughs> said a quippy line, and they disappeared off the scanners. Up yours, Chig. <laughs> <laughs> all right oh, <laughs> got him.
4: All right, you win
0: so dev news there's going to be a stream it's going to be in two days from now it's going to be at 1600 utc on thursday uh the the autumn theme tritch drops are still happening so if you haven't got those yet you, don't they have you a member need, of canon going on the yeah they, they've got a it'll, yeah. it'll include an interview with um oh god now there's two nurgles this is going to be fun to decode later anyway <laughs> yeah there's they they've said that uh, there's going to be an interview between Bruce and a member of Canon. Is the sort of thing that sounds like it's probably pre-recorded, the way they've worded it. It will you be true.
4: It, it'll be true gold if they bring the member of Canon on and just like taunt him for how little they actually know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> if it's LCU, I just can't. I can't get enough of that guy just talking with his normal voice.
4: <laughs> I don't. I don't get it. Have I heard him talk? I don't know what I'm talking
0: about. Oh, I don't know you. You don't have to have, but okay. yeah, he, he does. I'll see, you know, like one does, he does some stuff. Um, anyway, doesn't matter. He was on Labor this is the radio way talk a couple we weeks ago. This
6: is the way we talk in Tucson, Arizona. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh my God. Stop it. Okay. Arizona. Anyway, that, the Arizona, the, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. All right. So then there's, so that's, that's it. There's no other stuff. Um, game uh, in game news that means we get to play the bard segment everybody buckle up we're gonna play the let's see i've got a train and then i've got a thing and uh he said he was proud of this one as usual i haven't pre-listened to it so i'll be uh i'll be muting myself so i don't laugh over it anyway go on
3: express <laughs>
6: staying up late for a few nights hanging out with the bioscience team and we're all working together on a new strain of onion head I swear to God one of the experiments started bubbling up out of its beaker and started dancing but the story gets weirder on October 25th all the strains we were working on started bubbling up and mashing together like they were calling for unity so after the novelty wore off on the 27th we attempted to calm things down hoping to give peace a chance, but later that day, we discovered the experiments were busy ignoring us by mashing things up in other parts of the lab. So, we regrouped on the 28th and we doubled down on our efforts to work together to solve the issue. That seemed like a popular idea until the 31st, when Simpy the Wonder Pimp decided we all suck and basically said they'll fix it all by themselves. So that's where we're at right now, but if all else fails, nothing says we can't mash with the monsters. (laughs)
0: that's the end Oh my god (laughs) he's really stumbled onto something
4: (laughs) that was that was awesome he's either
5: on
0: thematically appropriate (laughs) or both all right fantastic great job as always uh (laughs) you know the thing is like this you always still have to have read the galnet to fully get it (laughs) so (laughs) it's like it's like um it's not really a recap, is it? It's it's a tease. Anyways. A supplement. Uh, a supplement. There you go. It's an onion head supplement. All right. Hmm. Uh so is <laughs> huh. so is there <laughs> any there's still eight cloacas out there. I noticed that no one else in the entire galaxy except this podcast has taken on caustic cloacas. That's keep, a quiet uh, shame we'll keep too. pushing. I, we'll keep pushing. I keep thinking, I keep thinking it's gonna happen. I mean, I'm not giving up. I'm not going to call them something different. I mean, when whatever it is shows up and we get to fight it for real or be destroyed by it for real or whatever, I'm still going to call them that. Why would I stop? (laughs)
4: I'm going with galactic gunk holes.
0: I know. Anyway, um, that's it. That's it. All right. Thargoid Thargoid bug reports, the next thing on my my notes. I don't have any news here uh, except... Well, I suppose I could check in on the current scores, um, but they're not nothing's final until uh about, about nine days from now, as we record. Mm. Um special shout out goes once again to Commander Borked Bits for being the hero of our realm. Uh I am as a as a person who uh has I, I have a I, I will have a significant commitment. Uh, to our total AX bonds for this season, um, and I saved up a bunch before we began. <laughs> and uh, that guy is giving me a run for my money for sure. Um, he's working very hard for it. Uh, let me check the scores. Let's see. I'm going to do it right, right now, right now. Right meow. Leaderboards. Right meow this screws is currently sitting in fourth with uh, a little over 75 billion in in uh, AX bonds so putting us uh, 25ish behind third and and roughly second place which are only about 2 billion apart so <clears throat> we're we're holding some to turn in at the very end hoping that
3: you know they're not kind
0: of ta- <laughs> handling this like eBay
4: <laughs> yes our final um, bid will go in on yeah the last day,
0: right at the light, right at the last second. Um, because you know we figure this this is our this is our thunder. We're not we're not going to mess with anybody else after this. We just want it. So anyway, that's the story. Um, and I've got no news on the bug bug report either. Does anybody want any sound effects or anything? I don't know. I don't know I what to do. Two new bug- I don't know-
4: bugs this week that I hadn't Mm. seen before. Um, One, I went uh, to do a carrier jump, and all of a sudden, like, you know how you're, like, in the hangar? And then all of a sudden, like, the whole hangar disappeared, and I saw, like, this long corridor in front of my ship, and, like, huge pipes and stuff running through, so I was, like, seeing into the carrier body. Don't go into the light. What the fuck is going on? And then it started, like re-rendering the walls back in and then I crashed a desktop that was new and interesting i had never seen that one before then I had another one I was in uh I I brought my eye eagle into a conflict zone and it was uh borked bits and I don't know a bunch of the usual people bond bondo and boobtron probably I I don't know all, all the all the usual suspects were there so you know I had enough people I decided to bring my eagle in to have some fun and I, I don't have – you only have, you know, one utility slot on an iEagle. So, you know, it's a heat sink launcher. So I have to try to get to somebody when a pulse is going on that I know has a neutralizer. So yep. I, you know, boosted towards uh, Borked, and I must not have gotten close enough to him in time, so I got shut down. Well, A, my iEagle boosts to 705. So, you know, I'm Oops. shut down and Dio. just – blasting off out away and I never turned back on I was (laughs) I was permanently shut down and I kept being like it's been a long time and I'm telling the guys I'm like I'm still shut down and I just kept going and I'm like I'm gonna see how long it takes to come back on and Finally, after you The know,
0: correct like, number is 30 seconds, by yeah, the way, for no, the listeners is, at home.
4: Yeah, yeah, this is after about three <laughs> minutes. I decide that, okay, I got to log off and, and log back on. <laughs> so I log off, log back on. And when I log back on, I was like, you know, 150 kilometers out at that point. <laughs> but the thing was, I, I, my ship's back on when I come on, but all of my weapons were shut down and my heat seek launcher was shut down. Everything else so was. So modules
0: fine. still disabled because it yeah. didn't go through the reboots. Yeah. It was as though yeah, yeah, it
4: was as though I had you know repaired them and not turned them back on. It was just absolutely asinine. That's the first time in I don't know, hundreds of times being shut down that I just didn't wow. turn back on. So so that was that this week.
0: That's fun. Yeah. Always fun. Delicious. <laughs> Delicious.
4: <laughs> Arizona
0: arizona <laughs> new york city <laughs> buddy
2: my <laughs> mouse doesn't uh, move fast enough hold on <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs>
6: you really are the most devious bastard in new york city
3: <laughs> god
6: damn these electric sex pants
4: I really want electric sex pants. I don't know what they are, but they sound marvelous. <laughs>
0: okay. Uh okay, so the that leaves basically just the discussion topic for this week, which, as teased last week, was going to be AX combat. What hold
4: on, do you think? hold on. Let's do something just real quick. Uh let's okay. just you don't need to do a sounder, but I want to congratulate uh McGeek. He hit Elite in trade this week. Oh, chick chat, you mean? Yeah. no let's uh, no 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 we don't need a sound no, uh, just real quick just real man. quick we we'll just go I just wanted to throw that out there then we got some pictures of some dogs going on jello wigger showing his Halloween 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 uh uh co-politics. great picture but that that's about it there oh and a shout out to bork bits again the is firmly yep. known as a different name but it's bork bits these days yeah awesome so that that's all that there was there, there was nothing fantastic else we were do. all right moving on
0: Okay, we're going to do, we're just going to talk about Thargoid stuff because, you know, it's easy for somebody like me to think that everybody knows what you mean by the shutdown field and all that stuff. And occasionally we just do a little uh, recap on stuff like that. So I'm going to go ahead and play the Thargoid sound since I have one. And then we're just going to, I don't know, I think this is your idea. So we're going to jump in. bloody fantastic sound so what's this about what are we doing we start from the beginning well let me just say reason i thought
4: of this is because we just talked about shields randomly out of the blue a couple weeks ago and it it was a big hit people were were Mm -hmm. very happy about that and we realized you know we play this game so much and we've been playing it for so long that we forget that we have people newer listening to the show so we just yeah kind of you know just go about talking in jargon and talking about things like we assume everybody knows what we're talking about. So I thought it might be fun to, you know, uh, talk about the bug hunting a little bit and, you know, what some of the things are and see if, you know, there's questions. I know, you know, like uh, Nurgle has been getting in just a tiny bit, so he might be a good guy to ask questions as we're discussing some stuff because he might not fully yeah, understand keep, some of the mechanics. Keep
0: us straight for if we talk past it or something. Exactly.
4: Mm-hmm. And Teflon has been in there quite a bit more, but you know, he's at a different level than some of the other people. Then there's me and you who fucking have killed so many frickin' just bugs. live this shit. Yeah. I mean, like, honestly, I've, I, I was looking at it and I've got earned at least probably 20 billion in bonds, probably 25 billion in bonds since I've been elite in combat. And I have not gotten to elite one in combat yet. I just want to throw that out there. That's fucking bullshit right there. I'm telling you, that's a lot of bugs to kill <laughs> to not get another rank in combat. Not, not just, just that was, that's just me randomly bitching because I like ranks and stuff,
0: but yeah. Anyway, so, so where do you want to start? I mean, do you want to, should we start with the mechanics of the whole thing? Um, there's also a lot to do with ship builds and stuff like that. What's, what's the good way to approach this?
6: Um,
5: I would say start with the basics of ship builds, and probably why you want to go shieldless, and then get mm. into the mechanics.
4: Let me mention something okay. on the ship build thing. Like you know, we yep. we, we tell people like. I, I was very cavalier about telling people just to come out and shoot with us, you know, early on. And then poor yeah. Diani Symbian showed up one night in a type 10 and got blown up like 10 times <laughs> in a night. And I'm like, Yeah, he thought, oh, this is
0: the biggest, baddest thing I can possibly present. I'll I'll make a good showing. And it was awful. Yeah, the it was poor, it was poor a guy, like, barely,
4: barely made his rebuy. Yeah, and that's where I learned my lesson. It's like, no, let's uh, be nice. Let's give people some advice. So the other day we were shooting bugs. And I said to the guys, you know what? I'm going to put together just a good beginner build for people that then they can come out and, and you know, hunt yeah. bugs. And I was trying to build a phantom. Now, uh, reason I is like that, the phantom— So
0: is that, what you pull, is that what you would pull for the beginner even still right now?
4: Honestly, I, here's the reason I think a phantom makes a good beginner build. A, it's fast as shit. That helps you escape easily. You can get over yep. 300 armor and still boost to 590, I think, with a decent 3,000,
0: I think you probably mean.
4: 3,000, yeah. 3,000 armor and boost, you know, to 590. I mean, that yep. that's a great combination to get away from stuff and, and survive. So I still think the Phantom is the best beginner ship for, for bug hunting. Not not that it can't be used for, you know, all bug hunting. You know, I've sold a hundred in yeah. a Phantom, but I, I think for beginners, it's a great ship. And having built a, a shieldless crate to go
5: out bug hunting in, uh, I have to admit it's a pretty damn fine
4: ship for it. Yes, but what I ran into when I was building a beginner build is, I I just kind of stopped because I'm like, what's a beginner build? Not a lot of engineering, no guardian stuff. You know, trying to determine what a good beginner is, and then it, you know, I just kind of hit myself in the forehead and I'm like, no, why am I doing a beginner build? This is end game content. I think you should have your engineers unlocked for the most part, you know, at least, you know, your major, um, components, you know, your thrusters and your, your power plant and your distributor. I think you should be able to grade five, those three things, at least before you go out bug hunting and armors, another big one. And, and, That's that's when all of a sudden I'm like, uh, beginner build is kind of relative. Yeah. You know what I mean?
0: I I get what you're saying. I'm going to take a a little different uh, approach though, or not approach, but um, there are sort of fewer engineers needed to be maxed on AX combat than there are for like PVP content. True. Because you don't need all your weapons. You don't need all the, the weapons. You can't engineer any of the AX stuff that's that's worth it. Uh, don't you need, need shields. Armor. Yeah. You don't need shields, and we'll talk about why. You you need armor. You need hull modules, which are like the same engineers anyway. Uh, you need thrusters. Yes. After that, you, you are probably fine. You're going to want to engineer the distributor and the power plant as well, and just all your core systems you know as much as you can but you know there's a lot that's being left out there um now that i started going over it in my head though i i guess you you want brew cuz you need you need the lasers you need the laser yep um, long, long the
4: range the way
0: the way yep. we do it i mean you don't really need the the laser is not what's killing the thargoid but the way we do it and the way we suggest people do it if they're going to come out and play with us is a long range thermal vent beam laser It's the only sort of normal weapon you'll have on there.
4: Yeah, you'll help us down the shield. You're not going to really damage the Thargoid, but you're going to be able to tag the Thargoid to collect your bonds and keep your distance from the bug so you don't get murdered super fast.
0: Yeah, so the thermal vent keeps you cold. So, I mean, well, we're not describing like an exact build because that would be probably pretty bad audio content. There are plenty that we offer as far as uh, actual Coriolis links and stuff like that, but... The main things are speed and understanding uh, what makes you an easy target for a Thargoid and trying to not be that. So
4: And Thargoid Interceptor specifically, because the Swarm and uh, And the Scouts, they don't give a shit what your temperature is.
0: Right. Those are sort of a different animal. They do far less damage. Well, the Swarm notwithstanding. um, But anyway, as far as Interceptors are concerned... um, yeah, you, you're you're wanting to stay cold and you're wanting to stay fast. The basilisk is mm-hmm. moves at five hundred and thirty meters a second. If you can outrun that, you can outrun any Thargoid. The rest of them are a little slower.
4: Yeah, if you can outrun that, you can dodge a wrench. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You
0: can dodge a ball. Right. <laughs> um, so <clears throat> so the Thargoids have trouble shooting you if you're cold. That doesn't mean they can't shoot you if you're cold. Like, if you're flying in a straight line to their vector, like if you appear to be motionless to their m- movement vector, then they will still shoot you. But if another you're in a another way of saying nice that is curve, if you're
4: in their face, they'll shoot you. <laughs> in a yeah, I mean, line y- in front of you
0: want to get specific about it. Like, if you're under 20% heat and you're 15 degrees off the center of the Thargoid moving in a curve, you won't be hit. And don't be mistaken For the most if part.
4: if you're <laughs> cold if you're cold or hot doesn't make you more attractive or unattractive either. It's not a a threat thing. A lot of people well, it try does. to get it themselves it just doesn't
0: hot. not does not matter to the Thargoid.
4: Uh, yeah, the the temperature thing only makes you harder <laughs> to hit. Not not harder oh, to I see. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. This so, is
0: this is like the whole support ship this exactly, is part of the whole support ship like discussion we, we've been we should playing table that. with
4: people and they talk you know it's like i got super hot to try to draw attention for you that's not how it works
0: no they, they don't no in care. fact the thargoid chooses a target from any of its ver- uh, any of its available attackers about every 30 seconds yep and it truly doesn't matter what your temperature is as long as you're visible at all uh, and it's it's not going to switch for another 30 seconds after that. Anyway, that's that's sort of uh detailed mechanic stuff that doesn't matter to the most part for the most part for this. So um so we have a ship that's fast. We've built it with armor. What else does it need? Heat sinks. Heat sinks. <laughs> Once again, stay cold, goddammit. Yes. The Thargoids have trouble leading their shots properly if you're cold. And as soon as you pop a little bit of heat because you fired a Goss round and it made your heat go up above twenty, you will take damage because they've been shooting at you the whole time, and those shots during that second will hit you. That's the way it works.
4: Yep, that's exactly how it works.
0: <laughs> uh, the other thing you need—the uh, the other thing you need, which I thought you were going to say—is module armor.
3: Module we armor.
0: Sh- we don't run shields on these builds, so you're going to want module armor. And what I've found is the better I got at fighting Thargoids, the more I tilted my balance of hull armor to module armor in in favor of the latter. But tracks, you're moving (laughs) forward too
4: fast. Why do do we not use shields?
0: Why do we not use shields? Well, there's a number of reasons. Uh, Let's start off with reason number one. Thargoids do phasing damage. All of their damage will hit your hull even if you have a shield in the way the shield will block some of it yes that's true the shield will block some slash most of the swarm missiles yes that's true but it's it's not going to block enough of it that it's going to save you completely unless you're just very fast um so especially when you get into the higher interceptors not just the the cyclops but the the stronger ones they will have just done so much damage to you that you're going to have hull slash module problems anyway. So you have this uh, probably the largest slot in your ship being taken up with a shield. And you might even have boosters on some of your utility slots. So that means you're getting to carry less heat sinks. You're having to synth more heat sinks. You're having trouble staying cold. All this stuff's compounding. You're having to use some of your distributor to keep that shield alive your precious distributor whenever you're attacking a thargoid you need four pips and weapons because having four pips and weapons minimizes the heat from your weapons you have to have them there and if you have them there that means you don't have them in the shield because the remaining two have to go into engines so your shield is paper thin whenever you're doing that and the poor thing is just going to fall right over the minute you start getting attacked and then what good is it doing you it's not even blocking the 90 percent of the damage that it used to be blocking Oh, my God. Face palm.
4: Oh, my Face God. Face palm. But I... Uh, 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 Not to mention two, it keeps you warmer. I, that's yeah. what I was to say. Reason number two, which should have been reason number one, because they talked about being cold, and a shield will make you hotter <laughs> and easier to hit.
0: Yeah. It makes you a slightly bigger hitbox, technically, although I don't think that matters the most. But it make it makes you your ship hotter. You're using more energy. You're producing more heat. Um. One of the one of the weapons, uh one of the sorry, one of the countermeasures that you can use in various points of the Thargoid Interceptor fight is throwing on silent running. Uh, especially at the end of an attack run, if you manage to kill a heart and you're wanting to move away, uh, I will often throw on silent running in that moment just to make absolutely sure that I stay cold long enough to get outside of their attack range, which is three kilometers. And Throwing silent running, guess what? Disables your shield anyway. So if you don't have a shield to worry about, you can freely turn on and off silent running whenever you want to pass inside of three kilometers of a Thargoid and want to not get hit, throw on that silent running. It makes you essentially a a blurry, blurry target to them, uh, no matter what your heat is at the time, no matter what you're targeting or anything like that. Um, You'll also use silent running in order to build heat because at some point you're going to probably get caustic damage and the best way to get rid of caustic damage is to overheat yourself w- why don't we use decon limpets Jig? because they suck because they take fucking forever and well, it's a well, module it's your... that you don't want to carry around exactly and they're slow as hell and it takes what am up i supposed to do space, with that
4: takes up a module space uh there it yes you can use them on yourself but you can just Silent running, fire your guns once, you heat up enough, usually with one fire of your weapons, that you're going to heat up. That's going to be gone, drop a heat sink, and you're cooled back down. That's the way you get rid of caustic. Now, could you help a teammate by putting a decon limit limpet on them? You could, but in the heat of combat with everybody flying around and trying to get close enough to put that limpet on, it's just not efficient at all.
0: It's a total mess. You got to slow way down, and you know what you don't want to do when there's thargoids around. Slow, slow down. down.
4: We mentioned speed is one of the best things for fighting thargoids.
0: Yeah, you got to be cold, and you got to be moving. If you slow down and you're near them, it's it's over. Uh, so you you don't you don't generally slow down. That's why it's so tough for support this whole support ship thing to work because you know support ships are really good at bolstering shields but we generally don't use shields for good reason. Uh so then we're left with repair limpets and decon limpets and that you have to get you have to get pretty close and be matching velocity with people. It's very difficult to do uh and and still maintain all the things that are going on in the fight. Uh so for the most part, you know, our ships we carry the repairs that we need for ourselves. You know, the best Thargoid fighting ships are self-sufficient. They have AFMs for repairing modules, and they have repair limpets for repairing hull, Uh, and having another ship that you're reliant on for that would slow things down tremendously in a way that's not really tenable.
4: Yeah, doing Thargoid combat in a group is fun as hell, but it really is kind of, you know, a bunch of individual's, taking care of themselves, all working up beating the shit out of a bigger target.
0: Yeah. It's, it's a, not a D and D party. Yeah. It's not, <laughs> it's, I did it's put not together.
4: Uh, a, yeah. I did put together a,
2: a support Python here on mm-hmm. Coriolis.
0: So what are you uh, putting on that?
2: So, and this is just, this is just something I thought about while I was think trying to think of what could a support ship do? I didn't do decontamination yeah. limpets because it's takes too long. I did put a repair limpet controller on there. That way, you can shoot a repair limpet at somebody if they if they need one. Because I have found that a lot of times when I'm out there fighting interceptors is, um, and I get caustic damage, I have to overheat in order to get rid of that caustic substance. Right? Yeah. Um. And when that happens, my, um, my uh, cargo bay uh, manuf- functions, my cargo bay door, manufunctions And I manufunctions. lose my limpets. <laughs> yeah.
0: Okay. That's, That's what I meant. And
2: I lose my limpets.
0: Yeah. Your limpets all uh, fall again. out. Cause you burn then, the hell out of all your and I, modules.
2: And I can't send any more limpets anymore. I have to go around and collect materials. Um, so like a support ship could come and, um, run around. If they're running around outside the, the, the threat zone, mm-hmm. um, they could run around and hit me with a repair with repair limpets. I also put on there, um, the standard like module reinforcements and whole reinforcements. And I didn't put any shields on there. Um, so he could have on a cargo rack big enough to hold limpets. Um, um, an AFMU in case you get tagged because they can be fighting Thargoids. Even if it's a bunch of scouts there, it can still be, um, do a lot of damage really fast. Um, I put on uh, multi cannons for AX multi cannons for fighting for um, fighting the uh, scouts. So that mm-hmm. would be that would be an, an instance where if you can go into an instance that has scouts with people who are going to fight, work on the uh, um, the uh, interceptor, and you can take care of the scouts around, so they can sure. focus on the interceptor. Or in the case like that, mega ship. Uh, when sometimes when, um, sometimes scouts will show up and then, and while there's interceptors there too. So you could always take it to, if, if the scouts are getting too close to where the interceptor's fighting, you can go mop them up real quick. Um, I also put on the the multi cannons
0: can hurt the interceptor too. It's, it's not a tremendous amount of damage, but it's there. It exists. You
2: know, it's enough for the support person should only need to tag the interceptor one time and then let the other people kill it. Yeah. And you're not going to draw aggro from it as long as there's other people there, actively trying to kill it. When you just shoot it one time in order to get the money. Um, the other thing I put on there is I put on a remote release flak launcher, so you can um, try and manage the swarm uh, for the the other the people who are fighting the interceptor. Uh, try you when fighting a swarm. Um, the tip I got from Dubs is you don't want to kill the swarm. You just want to knock the number down in the swarm to where it's inconsequential.
1: Pretty much,
3: usually, so, yeah,
1: yeah, usually, to keep it from reloading and putting out a whole new fresh swarm. Exactly. For me, the
4: swarm, uh, it's it's when it hits you with those missiles because they usually they they will fuck up modules no matter how many module reinforcements you have. They usually, yeah mess up your weapons and next thing you know you're repairing your weapons so in in my opinion i i don't want to dispute that 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 opinion (laughs) but i i just even a small swarm releases four or five missiles you're 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 not dead but you're kind of out of the fight for a little bit or greatly weakened so i'm still an advocate for just ignoring the hell out of the swarm
0: we got to get into the interceptor mechanics in order to really explain like why that is, because like, like, we haven't talked about the swarm at all. That's because we've gotten in the habit of completely ignoring it. Well, no, no, not ignoring it. We just dodge it. We don't try to kill it or anything. Um, it's in a group fight. It's difficult to hit the swarm unless it happens that you're the one that it's chasing. Um, and I am awful at the flak launcher anyway. Uh, the thing is like it, the, the interceptors actually don't replenish the swarm until certain conditions are met anyway. Uh, but if you're taking a long time to kill the heart, then you're going to end up meeting those conditions and a, a fresh swarm is going to come out. Basically, you have to get into this. Like if you're going to do the standard pattern that's advocated by like the AXI and stuff like that, where you you bring flak launchers and you 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 gain the attention of the interceptor shoot down their swarm and then move in exert the heart attack the heart kill the heart and then move away there you can do that pattern you can shoot down a swarm and then move in with no swarm there kill a heart if you fail to do it during like when you exert a swarm for uh, uh, um exert a swarm when you exert a heart it takes it's out for 45 seconds if you can't destroy the heart in that time You'll have to re exert it. A new swarm comes out at that point. All this crazy stuff happens. We we've gotten in the habit of rather ignoring that. Uh and so I I don't even carry flak anymore. And this is also because we were flying phantoms for so long, and I know Chig still flies primarily that, I think. Uh, I'm I, in boun- the Mark I bounce around. Now. I, yeah, okay. I
4: have been the Mark II and my eagle is what I've been flying lately.
0: Yeah.
2: The other but things- it has
0: fewer hard points, so we don't put flak on it. Anyway, yes, yeah, Teflon.
2: And so the other things I have on this is I have, uh, uh, I have a beam laser on there that could be engineered for either um, either you can engineer it for um, shield boosting if you're flying with people who can who are going to be who are going to be using mm-hmm. shields because there are shielded builds even though we don't typically use them, yeah. um, and uh, or you could uh, engineer it for the, um, thermal, um, the thermal thermal venting, vent. vent. yeah. Um, so that, um, you can always do the, the cold, um, the cold orbit too, if, you know, you want to or need to, or whatever.
3: Um,
2: the other things I have on there is I have on the Xeno scanner so you can actively keep track of, um, what you're looking at when, what you have targeted. Um, the Xeno scanner is the one that gives you the data on it, right?
4: Yeah, the number of hearts still. Up, yeah, the, the number of parts. The, the shield, shield, shield level, strength okay. level. Yeah. That's that's what I remembered.
2: So yeah, that way you can see. That way you know what you're looking at and what you're facing. Um, that gives you the information you'll need because otherwise, uh, whenever you have it targeted, it's just going to be jumbled mess, and you won't know what what how what their shields are at or what their armor is at or how many hearts the interceptor yeah. has left or nothing. Um, yeah. Two heat sink launchers. And uh, a shutdown field neutralizer, so that you can know you can do the neutralizer not just for yourself, but anybody else you're happen to be around supporting. You can also, uh, if you're close enough to them, if you can get close enough to them, you can keep them from being shut down too, so they can keep fighting. So this was my interpretation of of a trying to build a support ship, and I used a Python because it's it's a it it can do everything so even if it's disgusting
0: <laughs> it's a little slow is pro- is probably the only issue but it depends it depends so the thing the thing that i would say about the support ship the way you're building it is that might work and it might be fun the reason is it's probably self sufficient because of the stuff that you've put on that's that's aimed at helping other people. Uh, because I think the times when you'll actually be able to help other people will be maybe seldom. And that is, as long as you're okay with that, then that's still fun. Um, cause that's the ultimate goal is to have fun, but ultimately like you're going to be able to attach repair limpets to people sometimes. Um, but it's difficult and they have to sort of decide to be, to you know to fly up next to you and match vector with you right so uh it's yeah, a little tough wanted, in yeah. that sense but yeah if somebody ran out of limpets and you've got 128 of them then great Um, uh, it makes me wish that you could just like send limpets that would crawl into somebody's hold right <laughs> so they yeah. could use them with their own repair uh controller but anyway reverse hatch breaker um,
2: limpets so,
0: yeah I mean, but you, you're you're building a support ship that can take care of itself which ends up being the most important thing because, like the time, the other times that people have come up with a support ship, it was like we can. It's you know I'm in here like I can do a conflict zone and survive if there's no support ship and my support ship is sitting here like struggling to not get blown up. Um, so that was the trouble. So as long as it's okay. self sufficient, then there's an opportunity. To, maybe we'll find the the mechanic of wing strategy that it could actually be effective, you know?
2: I mean, this ain't gonna like, and I just, all I did was build this in Coriolis. So like, I haven't even put in the engineering mm-hmm. and stuff for it yet. But, um, uh, the only thing, like the only thing this is really not going to be very effective against is against the interceptors itself, because the only ax weapons it has is the multi cannons. I put three multi cannons mm-hmm. on it, large sized. And it's mm-hmm. really just, it's really just for, uh, um, to be honest, the most action you'll see is managing the swarm and mowing down any uh, I- any scouts. If you have scouts, sure. This just makes this just means like if you're going into um, if you're going to thing, you can take care of the scout problem. If it's an instance with a mega ship, mm-hmm. um, or if um, you're looking for signal sources having this with you just means you don't necessarily have to rule out the ones that have scouts and an interceptor in them. Right. So um, that's mainly, that's mainly what it's self-sufficient. Yeah. In it's just, to be honest, dealing with scouts, you could even take this scout hunt, just go hunting scouts, which, you know, they don't pay, they don't pay nothing, but they do pay the least,
0: (laughs) but it can take care of itself. Like it's going to be able to repair itself too.
2: Yeah, it'd be it, it, it's, it's got repair limpets and it's got the AFMU and all the module reinforcements on there cuz I couldn't mm-hmm. like I I couldn't think of anything else it really needed as a support ship other than the yeah. the the things I laid out there was stuff to take care of scouts, stuff to take care of the swarm, stuff to repair people, maybe boost yep. shields if you're with shield people or keep yourself cool if you if you're with shieldless
3: and you know, make sure
2: you can do the neutralizer
0: right the neutralizer too i can't you i know, can't help
2: it, you maintain your heat
0: <laughs> it's a um it's kind of an indictment of of the game mechanics the way they're designed like i remember on a recent stream or interview or something uh somebody said that the the devs were sort of shocked and amazed to see ax pilots not bringing shields into the fight and you know, there, there's a little bit of question about whether beginners should bring shields into AX combat, but because AXI does rec, like all their beginner builds have shields, and I don't know. Whenever I've talked to those people, they've said, "Yeah, that's just for comfort." It's they're just beginner, People, people don't trust not builds, having shields.
2: You know, AXI's beginner builds for the Chieftain and the Mark II are both shieldless. The only shielded one beginner oh, really? build they have up here on their website is uh, uh, the Cutter.
0: Oh, I think that's changed recently. That's
2: that's on their website. Hmm. Those are the those are the three beginner I builds they it, have.
0: Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm looking mind, at it for, right now. Forget the uh, apocryphal things that I said a moment ago. Uh anyway. Um I don't remember what I was talking about. Somebody else talk. <laughs> okay.
2: Never <laughs> I mind. Had yell, I had to yell at my dog as soon as you said that. I had to the <laughs> holler at
0: my dog. Uh, so uh, okay, so let let's let's do let's do the mechanics of the fight, right? Um, I can't tell if Chig has stepped away from the mic. I'm gonna I'm gonna just oh, launch into it. Okay, so the the interceptor has a pattern. Well, this is like some of this is typical video game stuff. You know, it has sort of a pattern of behavior. Um, it's fairly complex in that there are conditional uh, changes that can happen, and and it's it's really quite fun, but there are sort of a predictable set of things that will happen and uh the interceptor will get very violent with you when almost any of these happen so the interceptor uh well i suppose i should start there there are different ways that you can even find them whether it's a signal source or there are certain situations like at damaged megaships where they'll they'll come in basically pre-hostile right um but Okay, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna begin. It's fine. The interceptor comes in. The first thing it does is generally scan you. Uh, you have a few seconds where it's figuring out whether or not you're uh, a threat or not. I guess um, I like to just light into them during during this period because it gives me a couple of extra seconds before uh, they start attacking back uh, to establish my orbit. Uh, That's the what I do. The- I just shoot them. Yeah, the well I I come in I let them start the scan and that whole time I'm kind of moving sort of down and backwards to make them chase me and by then we're into sort of this long curve that's sort of a big big circle or an orbit. Uh so I'm already kind of moving in the right direction and then I fire heat sink and begin shooting and uh usually that that first heart for will go down uh, quickly before anything complicated happens if i do it the right way so the whole life cycle of a thargoid heart is that they take a certain amount of damage the whole time they are healing their hull so you have to do enough damage in a short enough time to out damage their healing capability and it's greater for each interceptor but basically that that's the deal for each of them some you know the higher ones have higher armor but you got to do enough damage in a short enough amount of time and then the heart will begin to glow at that point the healing stops and you just got to shoot that glowy part is it the whole pedal
2: you shoot the glow part you shoot
0: the, shoot glowy the glow part. part all right you shoot the glowy part. That's a question that comes up now and then. You can't just hit the pedal that's glowing. you got to hit the glowing part. It's very small. Yes, it's difficult to hit. Yes, Goss is a pain in the butt to aim. If you're not used to rail guns, uh, that's that's part of the skill check that's going on here.
2: <laughs> I don't know how um, much armor you got. Get in its face and shoot it point blank. That's a good way
0: to hit it. That's a good way to hit the first heart. Yes, that's that's right. So uh, after you, so you'll eventually, you'll, you'll, you'll deal damage to the heart. Even if you don't kill it, uh, the damage you do to the heart stays. It can't heal its heart, so it can only heal its hull. So even if the heart disappears and you have to damage the hull again to bring it back out, the heart the uh, heart damage you did before will remain. So you, you don't lose any progress there, but you do have to re-exert the heart. Uh, and when you do that, this when you, when you have to re-exert, the swarm then has gone into missile mode and it'll start shooting those uh, fast-moving missiles at you. They move it over, I think it's around 600 meters a second, maybe more. They're very fast. They do a hell of a lot of damage to your external modules, including your guns. Uh, so if at all possible, you want to get that heart every time it exerts, you want to kill it. You don't want it to re-exert, have to re-exert. So... Uh, after that first heart is destroyed, after any heart's destroyed, really they'll uh they'll go into a sleep phase. but
2: well, I will say, like to go back to destroying the heart, like yeah. the vis- there is a vi- the visual cue for knowing that that damage is permanent is the fact that the whole pedal uh, um crumbles off so the whole pedal disappears from the third oh, if down. you kill
0: it, yes, yes, if so you, you destroy kill the- it though, right, the ship model actually changes, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, so you. You'll see it's a, you know it's just a notifier of progress there.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, that pedal no, will anyway. fall right off and it'll roar. Uh, when the Thargoid loses a heart, there's a sleep phase which I think lasts forty-five seconds. It's not not quite a minute. Uh, this is the point where uh, you can cause its special attacks to happen or not. So it has a few special attacks, like caustic missiles, which are slow-moving missiles, but when they hit you, they cause caustic damage, which is uh, horribly destructive, and you have to burn it off with heat. Uh, but if you stay cold, and basically you aren't detectable during this time, uh, it will not do that. And... uh so you can avoid it by staying cold during during this sleep this forty five second sleep phase. But the first heart, hold on, Tef, you you dropped off of uh, you dropped off of the E thing. Oh, there he's back. Okay,
2: there we go. Okay, sorry about that. No. Nope. Uh,
0: um, okay, just, so
2: I was, I was just going to say you can also outrun those caustic missiles because they're so slow. If yeah, the be. caustic
0: missiles are very slow. I think I don't know what are they, how do they move two fifty something. It's very slow, yeah. uh, but they'll they'll try to catch you off guard. Um, so they're not to be ignored, but you can you can easily avoid them with uh, almost any ship. And you can uh, if shoot you're aware them. Of them.
4: Also, if you mm-hmm. are so inclined and, but like point defense can shoot them, but they are actually pretty tough. So it, they don't. Yeah, they're tough like torpedoes, aren't they? Yes.
0: Yeah. Um, the, the faster swarm missiles, too, the ones that don't do caustic damage, those can be hit by point defense. There's just so many of them. It's often tough for your point defense to get them all. Point defense can be effective against Thargoid missiles, but. Um it's not it's not the be all end all. I eventually took them off my ship in the a ones.
3: slot.
0: Yeah, I wanted the heat sinks more. Um but it's a it's an option. It's something you could try out if you're struggling with missiles that might take the edge off, you know. Um so I was in the we were in the sleep phase. Uh the sleep phase is when the Thargoid will do its special attacks if you're hot. And you can skip them if you're not hot. The special attacks are the caustic missiles. And um, after the first heart, it turns on its lightning attack, which it's going to do whenever it gets close to you. I think it's like 800 meters or 730, 780. I don't know what the exact distance is. But if you get close to the Thargoid after its first heart has been killed, it will shoot you with lightning, which stops you dead in space. And what do we say about speed? Speed. You need speed. (laughs) Speed's good. Being stopped dead in space is bad. The Thargoid lightning attack does massive shield damage, but does not do very much hull damage and the thargoid won't really shoot you while it's doing the lightning attack but the swarm would just love to get all over you and shoot you all up with missiles and its normal bullets and that can be very that can be bad if you get caught with that and you're sitting you're a sitting duck so it's it's rather bad it will shut down some of your modules the Guardian module reinforcements ha- seem to offer some kind of protection against having your module shut down, but it's not 100% and weird things happen. You you don't want the lightning. If you can avoid the lightning, don't take the lightning. Um, so that turns on after the first heart. And then that's, that's the way it goes. Uh, depending on what interceptor you're fighting, it has between four and eight hearts. And uh, any time after the first heart, it's going to be able to do the lightning. So... This proceeds, you, 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 the thing throws up a shield, the shield's on a timer, it basically decays in strength on its own. If you shoot it with a laser or shoot it with anything, it will, you know, be damaged and, and drop faster, but it'll drop on its own regardless of whether you're shooting it. So you can just wait if you want to and use that time to repair. And then at the second to last heart, the penultimate heart, the other special attack is the shutdown field. It will do the shutdown field whenever the second-to-last heart is destroyed, unless everyone in the instance stays cold enough, at least everyone who is within range, which is probably two or three kilometers. So, and my dogs are barking. I don't know if that's going to come through or not. So that's another good time to, you know, that, that's why anytime I kill a heart, uh, I will try to maintain being cold, uh, I, if I don't have heat sink cover, sometimes even if I do, I'll throw silent running on as I go away after destroying the heart just to make absolutely sure that I'm uh, doing everything I can to avoid all those special attacks because they will, they will uh, make things more difficult.
3: Mm-hmm. And,
0: and I guess now we're down to the last heart and. And then you, once the last heart's destroyed, the Thargoid has no ability to heal its hull. It's almost as if the hearts were doing that the whole time. But. And it seem, seems sort of like they are because the thing is the Thargoid has 100% hull. And after its first heart is destroyed, its hull is depleted by whatever percentage that heart would have occupied. So in a Cyclops that has four hearts, that's 25% of its, oh, I guess it's 20%. Because you divide by five, the remaining hull uh, counts sort of another heart. So each time you kill a thargoid heart, its total hull that it has left is less. And it takes 20% of the remaining hull strength of the thargoid to exert a heart. So every time you kill a heart, it gets a little easier to exert the next one. Because the total hull strength is less, therefore, 20% of that remaining hull strength is less. Hooray!
4: So, so just to give numbers, a hydra, you know, at 100% to exert that first heart, you got to knock 20% of the hull down to exert that first heart. So, if you've got, and then it goes back up to 90% hull. You know, then you need to knock eighteen percent off to get the next one. Then it goes up to eighty percent, and so forth. So when you get to the sixth heart, it's down to forty, right? Forty percent hull. So it takes eight percent to knock down.
0: That's you not know. right. It's 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 not down area. to it's not down to forty. It's down. This. It'll be
4: at fifty. Sixth heart. It'll be at fifty. Yeah. So ten yeah. percent. So so yes. So, so it gets way easier. It it takes half the damage to exert a Hydra heart when you're down to you know three hearts, right?
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah.
4: So it just it just gets easier. So if you can kill the first heart, you can kill the rest of the damn bug. Just
3: keep that in
0: mind. I, I would I would say if you can kill the second heart uh because of that lightning attack right because the in the first heart it doesn't matter how close you get to the thargoid you could like teflon said you could get right in its face and just bullseye that heart all day long uh and it's not a problem uh after the first heart is destroyed though its lightning attack is enabled and so now you have to maintain this distance right goss or any of the ax weapons have a limited range they can't be engineered so they're only good out to three kilometers and at three kilometers the damage fall off is so massive they're doing almost no damage it's not even worth pulling the trigger so you really are trying to get to 1.5 kilometers that's the optimal damage beyond two i don't i don't ever pull the trigger beyond two kilometers
4: yeah might Uh, be spitting at him
0: yeah, you're you're just not going to do enough damage. You're you're those shots aren't worth the synth materials it would take to replenish your ammo. Yeah. So, you pull the trigger between 1.5 and 2. You're trying to stay at 1.5 at 800, the thing's going to lightning attack you. So there's this you see there's this narrow window and you're trying to basically spin circles around the thing while maintaining your aim at the same time. You're also trying to stay cold, which means you have to get into a rhythm with your heat sinks, right? You pop a heat sink, you fire, you fire, you fire, and you get used to how long it takes before that heat sink coolant purge sound happens. And then you fire the next heat sink in order to maintain heat sink cover. And the whole time you're trying to stay within range, but you don't want to get moving in a straight line. The Thargoid's going to try to trick you. It's going to fly in this weird way that gets you to sort of move backwards in a straight line, but you don't want to do that. You kind of want to be maintaining this downward thrust, but also a like side a, thrust. Like an orbit? Like an orbit. Okay. The way to do the orbit, the the orbit's sort of hard to, I don't know. I don't know if I'm even going to be able to describe it, but the 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 point of the orbit is you want to move in the direction that the Thargoid is being forced to turn already. So it's a little bit similar to when you're doing normal human bounty hunting, right? When you're trying to stay on the engines of your of the ship you're attacking, right? You're trying to move toward their their rear thruster in order to stay out of their line of fire. Except in this case, you're never gonna get out of the line of fire of a Thargoid. They're just too fast. But Well, they also moving... keep
4: in mind the Thargoid has that nice eight hundred meter buffer too. If you get within, they're gonna lightning you. So it's it's yes, hard right. to to get it, it's harder,
0: them. but you have, you have their engine trails, these red streaky engine trails. So you can sort of perceive the movement because the Thargoid moves in this strange way. And sometimes it'll, it'll sort of do these turns and you, you learn to kind of anticipate what they're going to do, but you follow those engine trails and you're generally turning toward them so that you're continuing to move in the direction that the Thargoid is turning already. Not because we're not trying to fool them. It's because we're trying to keep them turning uh because if if you move in the opposite direction of that then the thargoid doesn't have to turn anymore to face you so you're kind of creating a curve in two dimensions you're maybe i usually thrust down and then either to the left or right depending on where the engine trails are going and then i roll the ship so that i i keep moving in those two dimensions and i'm basically drawing kind of a corkscrew in space so the thargoid's having to turn to to match me uh, and usually, you're they they've got you moving kind of backwards this whole time. It's not something you have to use flight assist off for, but it helps. It sure is. It's yeah. I mean, A ultimately, easier. it's easier. I, I don't want to get in anybody's face about flight assist off because like you can do it. It's just you you will definitely need to have full range throttle available to you because you'll definitely need to be moving backwards. Uh, if you're not using flight assist off, then at least have full range throttle controls available. Um, so that you can maintain a constant backwards thrust, uh, and then get used to like how much thrust is going to matter. And depending on the ship, you know they they have different characteristics of the balance of speed to turning, and that that's what kind of governs whether whether you need to use boost at all to maintain this orbit or not. Usually, you need to be going quite a bit less than your ship's maximum speed in order to get the the best orbit so you'll actually slow down a little bit as you start the orbit and that's a big um, otherwise reason that you'll the, blow chieftain, past him.
4: the chieftain is kind of the meta yeah. is because it is the easiest to keep that orbit without any boosting it it just kind of yeah. naturally settles into a nice groove with a perfect balance and everything else yeah
0: it, yeah and it it doesn't lose uh, it doesn't lose turning speed when you're outside of the um, sweet spot as far as throttle is concerned as well like the fdl being sort of the prime example it's the opposite of this right the fdl like if you don't have full pips and engines and if you're not in the sweet spot the turning speed the glorious and amazing turning speed of the fdl is absolutely nerfed mm-hmm. uh, it's just very sensitive to that the chieftain is sort of the opposite it just never loses turning speed no matter what you're doing so it's a it's an ideal ship for yeah, it,
4: it crate's kind of in the middle of Those two, but the crate two, you're going to boost to turn at a good rate. Yeah.
0: Because you have that size seven distributor, you've got infinite boost basically in any of the crates and it's like, you can, um, yeah, you can just boost indefinitely to, to maintain your orbit. It'll be a much faster orbit
4: because of that. (laughs) Yes. That faster, tighter orbit, really. You're just boost, boost. Yeah. You're doing things just faster.
0: Um, I don't know. Did I miss anything? Um, that's the that's the gist of it.
4: Yeah, uh, just just keep in mind: speed, cold. Um, ditch the shield as soon as possible. I know it's scary if you've never flown mm-hmm. shieldless. Bug hunting, it, they literally they make you hotter, which is not as good. They take up a slot that could be you know the biggest repair lipid thing you could carry potentially. They. They make your hitbox ever so slightly bigger. I don't think that matters. And we lost Stefan again. They...
1: Hmm. No, we lost tracks. No, we, we lost tracks. tracks. Shit. Yeah.
4: From both. What are we going to do?
0: No, I'm still in this one. Here, I'm back.
4: Yeah, it booted um, me.
0: Huh. Weird. Odd. Things having yep. trouble today.
3: Yeah,
0: yeah. I lost track of my carrier. There it is. Okay. Sorry, you were oh. saying shields. Shields bad. Yeah, ditch yeah, the shields, shields as yeah. soon as you can stand it because they shoot through your shields anyway. Come on.
2: Yeah. yeah say be, be patient, especially when you're fighting with a group. Anyway, because mm-hmm. like you're gonna want to talk about other things other than um, other than the fight because it can it it would get real repetitive and boring if you only just talked about the fight. It would go like hearts down or hearts out. <laughs> hearts down shields down shields down hearts out hearts out
4: hearts down hearts down this is good this is good stuff
2: <laughs> yeah, here
3: this is good like,
0: audio we <laughs> we we've, we've said uh, to to people a lot of times before it's um it's about actually just getting out there and doing it because the first few times it's going to be so overwhelming all the stuff that's happening at once um so just just being in the instance with the thargoids Taking the massive damage that, that ends up happening to you. Oh, wait, that was data. No, it's data. Yeah, come I back, thought that was
2: tracks. So I'm sorry.
0: Refresh it. Uh, so, yeah. Any, anyway, it's it's about just getting that experience. And and once once you can be in the instance and all that is happening and you don't need to, you're not panicking and losing your head about it that that's when you start to gain the ability to oh i have caustic damage what should i do okay i'm going to fly away i'm going to turn on silent running and i'm going to boost or maybe start my frame shift drive or something uh so that i heat up and and kill that off it's you know at first it's going to seem like this crazy thing that you know, oh my God, all this is happening at once. I can't keep track of everything. I'm missing my control buttons and all this stuff. And that's how that's how they get you. That's how the cyclops they take you down. The
4: great motto um, of of bug hunting is it's hard until it isn't, and and it's yeah. really fucking hard to begin with. And then soon it just isn't.
3: Yeah, I'm
4: super patient with new players to Just just come in. We'll we'll work with you. I thought the great motto of bug hunting
0: so... jesus
4: thought it was thick thargoid booty but all right we can go taste the rainbow i like it
0: wait is thick thargoid booty still in here wait i did
4: thick thargoid booty actually that's the uh, motto never mind i told you i told you i didn't get
2: rid of uh, the only one i got rid of that i didn't (laughs) put on there was
4: was the fart one
0: okay (laughs) <laughs> well, the internet's struggling to keep us all logged into this thing tonight. So, I hope the recording worked. I've been recording a backup the whole time anyway, so if it if something goes wrong, I can re- I can re- revert to that. Let's uh do you think there's anything that we missed? I think at the at the least we're going to have spawned a bunch of questions, so I'm expecting after this episode comes out for the Axing Questions channel yes. to uh Feel free, you know, come in, talk to us. We can Um,
4: repeat the part of the stuff where we talked about the things for sure.
0: (laughs) There is no noob too newbie to be cared for by us as far as AX is concerned, because we think it is loads of fun. And that's why we've dedicated 60 days of our lives to getting this damn trophy.
4: I <laughs> am um, uh, actually kind of looking forward to be for the season to be over, to tell you the truth. Oh, me too.
0: The <laughs> yeah. other day I was looking at like I was like daydreaming about what I'm gonna do when I don't have to only fight Thargoids exclusively anymore. And I was like, <laughs> oh man, we're gonna get a piranha squad together. It's gonna be all rapid fire pulse lasers. You guys it, get ready to experience the glory of rapid fire pulse lasers because it's a sleeper. It's a sleeper, I'm telling oh, you. Oh man,
2: I've always wanted rapid fire pulse
4: lasers.
0: Yeah, I'm telling you. Anyway, is there anything you guys think I missed, or should we just wait for the
1: questions to roll in?
4: Well, I I, I don't think you missed anything. You got anything, Data? You were quiet for a long time. We just th- we just kept talking.
1: Yeah, you guys you guys had it all under control. <laughs> just right. uh, get out there and try it. All right, friggin' try That's it. A lot of Come fun. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. Fr- yeah. just right.
2: let it
0: happen, man. Just let it happen. All right, where where did cheese at? The cheese. Unplay- Wait, I haven't played enough sounds this time. We've we've gone so in the other direction. I need to. I need to. Oh, this one. <clears throat>
6: it's chick chat. Yeah, that's a fact. It's chick chat.
2: Where the cheese at? Uh... You don't like it? Fuck you!
3: That makes
0: electric sex pants. <laughs> <laughs> I might uh, not I know what over. I'm talking about. I mean that's entirely
2: See I, <laughs> I did I did take over the cheese thing from Chig, and I don't want anybody to think there's any hostility there. Don't worry about Chig. You know, he's I'm just lazy. He's, he's my best friend. He's my pal. He's my homeboy. My rotten soldier. He's my sweet cheese. Sweet. He's my sweet cheese.
0: <laughs> rotten soldier, there's no way that's a real thing. Is there sweet Anyways. cheese? Is there a cheese that's sweet?
2: Well, I'll look into that for next week. Okay. Don't derail me. All right, so.
0: <laughs> is he saying sweet
4: cheese or sweet cheeks? Maybe he's calling
0: it
1: sweet, me sweet cheeks. He says sweet cheese, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm sure it's cheese? cheese. Like Swedish cheese?
4: Sweet. Huh. Swedish cheese. I
0: don't
4: know. Yeah. <laughs> David, you go watch
2: what we do in the dark.
3: In the shadows. And,
2: and rep- or, yeah, what are we you, do in the shadows. I'm sorry. I'm all kinds of things. Yeah. I'm all <laughs> kinds of messed up. Data, you go watch what we do in the shadows and report back. Go binge binge watch it all before next episode. You just
1: got episode. homework. Roger that. Sucker. Yeah, way to go.
4: Fucking sucker.
6: Idiot. <laughs> I knew it. I'm surrounded by
3: assholes. I commend you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys, this is—we're starting to step back closer to that line that we wanted anyway, to stay away from. Anyway,
2: the cheese this week uh, is Huntsman. It's a concoction of two classic cheeses produced in the English countryside. It's double glo- Gloucester. Gloucester, 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 Gloucester. Thank you. Uh, is a firm, mellow, and tangy cheese uh, made only from the milk of Gloucester cows in southwestern England while Stilton blue cheese is a blue-veined, strong, smooth, and creamy cheese with a distinctive flavor profile. Uh, it's a difficult cheese to cook with, but it's visually stunning on a cheese platter. If you've ever seen it, it's like the the um, um, the yellow cheese is um, on the outsides and the blue cheese is in the middle, sort of like a Oreo. I
4: fucking uh, love Stilton. Oof.
2: <laughs> it's difficult to cook with. But the they each could have its own wine pairing and they go to and it says they go together they go with they go well with ales and beers.
0: What doesn't? Amen. Let's be real.
2: Amen.
4: All right. So yeah, that's the cheese. Huntsman cheese. Damn right. I'll get myself some. It, it's named after that stupid movie that came out a few years ago. The one the with way around,
3: the,
0: um Thankfully.
1: For right one with <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, that's great that that's the one. segment move that's on, move on.
4: <laughs> that's a great movie god damn it all right what's
0: next what's next indeed what are next i don't know uh movie anniversaries what's come on is this really what we're doing yeah
4: let's move on what what did <laughs> this the movie is- i
0: i i want the listeners to know that i question whether this should even be a segment
4: why
2: i don't know it was a you? segment you. it was a segment when i started coming on here
4: oh I, so know. I just I'm kind of took you. over it hey, hey, oh we know who you're blaming <laughs> <laughs>
3: you know 10 first- years
2: 10 years ago wreck it ralph came out and that is a fantastic movie
4: i really enjoyed I, it i never actually seen it i mean it's really good it's okay. really good is that my homework now i want homework. sure yeah all right i'm gonna watch record ralph this week all right you watch record ralph and report back next week on what you thought all right i'm on it we need something uh, to talk about because mommy won't be here so it's gonna be a rough show next week well i mean i have my own personal soundboard <laughs> now so oh god it's gonna be rougher than i thought
2: uh and that's now uh, news. 15 years ago american gangster came out that's a good one That's was uh, that is a fantastic movie, Denzel Washington. That is a good uh, movie. If you haven't seen that, uh, do watch it. Uh not safe to view with around kids, but it's a it great depends movie. Depends on the kid. Well, I mean, if they're old <laughs> enough.
4: You be the judge of that. I'm not I'm not your kid's parent.
0: Yeah. Disclaimed.
4: Well, he gave us a good movie to watch with kids, and he gave us that movie that we can watch without yeah. kids.
3: <laughs> yeah. I'll and choose to check, watch
4: the one without one. kids. All right. Uh, you, you, you gotta watch Wreck It Ralph.
3: Do I, I'm not games. watching
4: it with kids. Fuck that. Fuck kids. Wait, that, that <laughs> don't clip that. Cut Wait,
2: that. Not, <laughs> nope, 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 nope. Get nope, that, get nope, that, get nope. that, 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 Oh, my God. <laughs> Tracks, I'm going you, uh, you send me the recording of the podcast after nope. You know, okay. as,
0: a, as a person who is signed in as an admin on our recording software, you're as able to download this as the rest of That'll us. That'll put me back on oh. the good side
4: of Disney. Why'd you tell them
0: yeah. that? Oh, shoot, <laughs> this Type Seven's getting lit up. By system security by my carrier. Good College type seven blow Good.
2: It. I hope they do blow it up. Volt.
0: Yeah. Who is it? It's not Volt. No, it's, it's not Volt. Willis. Paul oh, Willis. Oh
4: damn. That
2: guy's
0: a oh,
4: bastard. He's... What you talking about, Willis?
0: Oh, I got exit I got shot by stray fire from System Sec. <laughs> Guys, he's going to get away. You're failing. The security around my carrier is a joke. <laughs> oh, God, his shield back. This is awful. I've been there. Yeah, it's. it's he's out. Not, it's he's gone. Yet. That criminal just made it away. All right. Anyway, wake it's scan time him. To close. Wake
2: scan him and follow him and then murder him.
0: I don't have a wake scanner. This is my AX ship. I don't carry oh. that sort of equipment. Oh. Anyways, hey, that's it, right? Um, we don't, we don't have a show title. We didn't do anything funny. <laughs>
2: that's
4: Nothing the funny name of the show. We whole didn't time. do anything funny. That's a good <laughs> Nothing show. Nothing <title. laughs> funny happened the whole
0: time. All right. That's it. You you nailed it. Way to go. I um, hey, put it in right now. Hey everybody, thanks for listening to our shenanigans. If you like the show, give us a rating. And if you didn't like the show, keep it yourself. All oh, wait, to yourself. Oh wait, I say. have an idea. I have oh right! hate Hold mail to oh, Here, Here we go. Here we go.
2: Here we go. Here we go. All right, ready? Uh oh no.
4: Oh god.
3: Thank end.
2: you for listening to our podcast. Please join the Discord. Follow us on YouTube or your whatever podcasting app you prefer.
1: <laughs> your it's whatever like the uh, emergency, broadca- the emergency <laughs> broadcast warning. It would come over the TV. <laughs> <laughs> That's the, that voice. Please the voice. do not be alarmed.
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, stop it. What That's the? That's f- so loud. Okay. All right. This I is an emergency
2: it. broadcast.
0: <laughs> <of> <laughs> the emergency is people need to oh People need System. to contribute to our Patreon. Somebody's still Get listening to do that. What? Uh, there's no way. No. All right. No anyway, find over. us. If you want to support the show, find us on patreon.com. It's Patreon.com/LooseScrewsED, and you can find uh, the merch store at LooseScrewsED.com. That, that's about it. And go fuck please. yourself,
4: San Diego. San
0: Diego. Wait, please what he support says?
2: us on Patreon. So they now owe me the money I paid for this soundboard and voice software.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> you
0: <thinking, laughs> can't.
2: Oh man! I can't Don't worry, it.
0: if you. If you offer if if you support the show on Patreon none of that money will go toward Teflon's soundboard habits. Don't worry. No,
2: I pay I paid for my own soundboard. I got a light. Yeah. I got a lifetime I got a lifetime use of this for 30 bucks. Oh, oh you're you're doing What fine. a deal. Sucker.
0: What a deal. All right everybody, that that that's it. I that's don't it. want
4: that's... this to end. That's my soundboard right there. <laughs> this okay. is
3: happening. It's gonna, It's <laughs> gonna It's gonna It's gonna Bye. end. Oh. Bye, everybody.
0: everybody. Goodbye. Good night. What you doing here? It's over.
2: Go home. It's over. over. Stop it, man. Jesus Christ. If you don't stop Stop it, it, I'm going to stop it. it, Stop it, it,
0: man. You stop it. You You hang up. You hang up. You hang up.